Hi, I'm Amber and my website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's one word, sacredspacehealing.org. I am trained in Reiki. I'm a Reiki master teacher and I'm a shamanic practitioner. I'm also trained in meditation and I'm training in yoga nidra. Um, Yeah, and uh, my work primarily focuses on healing core wounds, on love and union, sacred union, um, soulmates, twin rays, twin flames, all of those labels, although I don't really like labels, Um, life purpose work, aligning you to your highest self, your best self, helping you to remember why you're here and all that you came here to be. Today I felt like talking about the core wound. So there's a body of work that I created about four or five years ago called the Core Wound Healing Program and it came about about three or four years into my practice as a healer. I became a Reiki master in 2009, the tail end of 2009 and before that time I trained in Uzui Reiki levels 1 and 2 and then I sort of fast-tracked in Angelic Reiki from levels 1 and 2 to master level in about a couple of weeks actually. It was it was quite a huge initiation for me and I was learning to sh- do shamanic journeys. Um, I had studied law at university and then I worked as a publisher for a bit, a publishing assistant and then I went to drama school and I was in the industry as an actress for a good kind of f- five, six years and after a series of jobs, I felt quite dissatisfied with, uh, I think, my spiritual practice, really. I felt like I wasn't making a difference in the world, and so I looked to Reiki to heal myself. And through healing myself, I kind of fell in love with this healing modality and became Reiki master, just because I wanted to, not because I wanted to be a healer. But the healing work just accelerated after I, I guess, after I shifted my energy, I suppose. And people were asking me for healings and I didn't even really have a website and people were kind of sort of finding me and asking me in referrals and so on. And it just kind of took off. And what I found in a lot of my sessions was that the the Reiki stuff was great. You know, it, it was it was amazing and there were huge changes that were happening in people's lives. But what people were looking for more and more was space holding in between sessions and homework in between sessions. And so as I started to train in shamanism, I I started to share with my clients basically the stuff that had helped me. So I might suggest a meditation or a ritual or a book that they could read or an embodiment practice. And my Reiki healings went from being, you know, 45 minutes long to being 75 minutes long to to them being 90 minutes long and my sessions became longer and my clients wanted the longer sessions and I found that more and more we were sort of talking for about 45 minutes or so before the actual Reiki healing and when I say talking I don't mean you know just having a cup of tea and a chat although we did have tea and we did chat but it was more that I was channeling guidance for them and through that sort of free speak through that truth speak that heart speak the questions that I was asking um, or the insights that I might be dropping into conversation were helping clients to come into a greater awareness of things that they just hadn't been able to put word to before. Maybe things from their childhood or um, in current day relationships or where they felt blocked in life. And so there were huge shifts that were being made in these conversations even before we went into doing the actual healing. Sometimes the healing would be, you know, 10, 15 minutes long, but deeply profound because we'd done all this opening work beforehand and then I would set a bit of homework. You know, you might want to look at this, you might want to journal around this. And I was finding that clients were coming back to me pretty regularly 
either every week or every two weeks. And so then my realization became that, well, you know, this feels quite disempowering if clients keep coming back to me for months on end. Like it, it feels like there's no end in sight. And in some ways that's not empowering for the client and it's and it and it makes me feel like I'm sort of failing at my job a little bit. So I I actually don't know how this happened. I think I did a shamanic journey and I asked for guidance and this body of work was created called the Core Wound Healing Program. Um, I, it was called the Core, Core Wound Healing Sessions or something like that when I first started out. And the premise was that we meet for between four to six sessions every two to three weeks and the sessions last 90 minutes and they're a combination of shamanic counseling which is this kind of truth speak with rituals and meditations that you take away and can use in between sessions and then the healing work energy healing work and that's how I did the core wound healing sessions for years and years and years and then eventually I started getting asked by um overseas clients if if they could work with me on Skype and so I started doing Skype sessions and then I found that it was a lot more potent to actually do this work on Zoom or Skype because I could reach more people um, so I could reach people in America or Canada or France or Belgium or wherever um, but also there was more flexibility with the times that we could meet and that um, uh, we weren't so bound by the constrictions um, of you know uh, treatment rooms and traveling across London and what was happening in treatment rooms was that you know you'd be in a session and maybe you're running over because someone needs to talk for a bit longer or something's come up and then you've got you know knock 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 on the door you've got the next person that wants to use the room and I, I just wasn't enjoying it and clients were sometimes getting stuck in traffic or tube trains and uh, all of that just seemed very laborious when we could just pick up the phone and, and do the work so um he, healing is energy everything is energy so there's no reason why the healing can't happen with you and your home and me and my home um, and that's how I work now so the core wound healing sessions um, I think were inspired by the core wounds that I was witnessing in my clients you know that clients were coming to me and saying oh I'm really tired or I, I feel like I can't sleep properly or there's an issue in my relationship and then it wasn't that they couldn't sleep properly because their bed wasn't comfortable or it wasn't that you know they were tired because they weren't getting enough sleep or or, or needed to go on a holiday it was that there was an underlying cause for all this and through our, spe our truth speak our shamanic counseling we kind of what we did was sort of unpick the strands and get to well what is it what is the root cause of what is causing dis-ease or illness in yourself in your body at this time and then that's the core wound that's the, that's what we look at addressing and I suppose my experience around that was also healing my own core wounds you know when I came to Uzui Reiki I remember my Reiki master saying to me you know that the journey to master level is a huge one because when you become Reiki master it's not that you're master of anything you know it's not that you've suddenly become this ninja it just means that you it, your life now becomes about mastery of self and your own core wounds you know your own uh, wounded child your own kind of inner battles that's what you seek to to continue to master as a Reiki master and I think through the tending of my own core wounds I gained a really good understanding of how I could help others tend to their own too and that actually the most empowering thing that can ever happen in a healing session is that you come away knowing how to heal yourself so you're not dependent in any way on your um, on your healer because that's just counterproductive so what is the core wound? You know, how I've understood it is 
the core wound is that part of us that has been so traumatized from an early, from an event, let's not even say early event, from an event in our life that we're unable to move past it and it's now playing out as a series of self-sabotage, if you like, in our lives, as unconscious behavior, as um, limiting thinking patterns, limiting beliefs that's holding us back from living our fullest potential. So what would be an example? An example would be maybe as a child your parents separated and divorced and that schism at quite a young age was very painful for you to suddenly see a happy family be ripped apart and that instilled fear in you around relationships, uh, lack of trust in the world, um, uh, maybe a sense of instability, maybe you were uprooted and you had to move home. And so all these things impacted your sense of self, your sense of home, your sense of security in the world. Is the world safe? Is it safe to fall in love? Do relationships work? You know, we pick up so much as children, but anyway, everywhere as adults as well but as kids we pick up things on a really profound level and then we make those experiences our truth because we have nothing to compare those experiences to you know if you think about it when you're growing up and you're a child your mum and your dad are king and queen you know they are the world and your family is all that you know and maybe you go to school and you hang out with your friends and you experience other families through hanging out with them but really your family is all you know so what you experience in your family defines how you see the world because that's what you think the world is because that's what you see pretty much 24/7. So if your family life was a, a you know a place where there was violence or abuse or sadness or manipulation or you know anything that wasn't very healthy that then becomes a world view that you internalize and then project out onto the world later on as an adult because you have an expectation that that's what life is going to be like. And it becomes our core wound. It stops us from receiving the abundance of love and wealth and joy and happiness that is out there in the universe for us um, and that we are perfectly capable of being able to create in our lives and yet somehow we feel stalled. So a sort of a recurring theme around core wounds is that we feel stuck or trapped or that we're repeating patterns of behavior, we're having very repetitive thoughts or we find ourselves in very similar relationships again and again or we find ourselves um you know in very similar patterns of behavior again and again and we don't understand how we got there and it feels like we're in a spiral and so what we're trying to do with the core wound work is to unpick that spiral to get to the root cause of when it started like when the momentum of that spiral started so um so that so that you can have a through line between you and your highest self and your highest timeline and your highest level of existence i'm i think it's it's actually once we've honed in on what the core wound is i think it's actually relatively simple to address it i'm not going to say that you can heal your core wound in a month you know because this is the rate at which you work and you process things and the rate at which you are ready to let go of stuff but once you identify what that core wound is in you, whether it's a mistrust of the masculine or a mistrust of the feminine or um, a fear of loneliness or not feeling worthy or feeling unloved, whatever it is, once you identify it and go, oh, that's the thing that always trips me up. Now you have a really clear idea of how you can address it. You can address it through meditation, through healing, through um, affirmation, through embodiment practices, through ritual. Like There's so many different ways. And I think... 
The thing that I really love about the core wound work that I offer is that we come at it from loads of different angles. So yes, you're given shamanic ritual to work with and you're given meditations to work with, but you're also given um, physical practices to work with. You know, often in the women's sessions that are now incorporated in the core wound work, there's a lot of embodiment work to do around female sensuality and sexuality and female empowerment. And these are very physical practices that I share with my female clients. Um, and that's so exciting. Um, so you're coming at it physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. You know, you're coming at it with all, looking at all the emotional, at all the bodies, basically, uh, because that's how healing happens. We don't just look at it physically. We don't just look at it emotionally or spiritually. We have to combine all of them together. And that's what I really love about the core wound healing work. Um, and I love watching the transformations in people's lives. They're kind of uncovering the gentle unfolding, the empowering that starts to happen. It's just so exciting. So I think our core wound is something that we grow to love and understand because actually underneath that core wound is our greatest power. And what do I mean by that? Well, you know, if our core wound is we don't feel safe in the world, we're probably going to orchestrate our life in such a way that we will always feel safe but through feeling safe we'll probably never really take a risk or we'll be repeating the pattern of not feeling safe by taking too many risks right so we'll go one way or the other um and neither of those things are very healthy like both of those things are quite self-sabotagey things to do um if you're never taking a risk then how are you ever going to fall in love change jobs change home try something new change you know change right? How are you ever going to grow? Because anything that's worth having is about change. Um, And if you're taking too many risks, how are you ever going to build anything? Build that home, that relationship, that career, right? Because you're going to be jumping to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And it's the same thing. You're doing that because you don't feel safe. You feel that where you are isn't safe. So you jump to the next thing, or you feel that where you are um, is safe, but the next step isn't safe. So you're just going to stay where you are it's kind of it's like two sides of the same coin so say that's your core wound you know as you learn to understand that you learn to try new behavior you learn to drop habitual behavior you just create new habits and how does that become your power it becomes your power because you suddenly find this incredible newfound strength that has been latent for probably most of your life you suddenly find that actually your fear of not feeling safe in the world reveals to you that your greatest power is the ability to take risk or the ability to redefine your life, you know, or the ability to empathize with others who need space holding. If, for example, you're someone that take, takes risks all the time, if this is a core wound that's asking to be addressed, you'll probably be pushing that to its limit. So your life may feel very chaotic, but take your foot off the accelerator a bit tend to the core wound and the ability to take risks all the time becomes the ability to change and shape shift becomes the ability to transform your life instantly becomes a gift becomes manifestation becomes knowing how to change and shift and manifest very quickly and that's a gift that's a strength that's a power but say you're the other side of the coin and you never want to take a risk right you want to stay where you are so again if you're not tending to the core wound this becomes stuck in you it becomes stagnant energy so you feel stuck you feel like you can't move forward tend to the core wound give it lots of love heal it uh unveil it honor it and then suddenly this ability to 
to not jump at every single moment, you know, to not be um, at the beck and call of your environment means that you're able to build something, you're able to create structure, you're able to give grounding and space holding to those around you, you're probably able to give a lot of love to people who need it, a lot of nurturing, it becomes your strength, it becomes your power. So I really believe that in our core wound is our power, but to get to that we need to unearth what the core wound is first. Um, so yeah, the core wound work is something that I, I've been doing for years and years now and it, and it continues to evolve, but it doesn't ever really change. It doesn't ever really go from the truth of what it is. Um, it, it, it still runs to, to kind of quite a similar pattern because that pattern works, which is these 90 minute sessions with energy healing and the sharing of rituals and so on. I do feel that once we've healed our core wounds or come to love them, we're better placed to be of service in the world. You know, we're, we're operating at a higher frequency and when we're operating at a higher frequency, we change the world in which we live. It has a ripple effect. So it's such important work to do. I could probably go on and on about the core wound, um, but I just wanted to give you a taster about what it is and my understanding around it and how we can start to kind of, you know, love our core wound and see it as our power. Uh, my website is sacredspacehealing.org or you can send me an email at amber at sacredspacehealing.org if any of this calls to you, if you want to book in a coaching call, um, a discovery kind of intense discovery session, um, or if you want to dive into the core wound work it would be amazing to share space with you um till we speak again i send you much love and so it is and so it shall be